to another episode of Celebrate Your Trauma. On today's episode, Vivian welcomes our new listeners and gives a brief overview of her paradigm shift. She's going to explain how powerful you become when you understand your soul's contract and the role trauma plays in it. She will also explain how purposeful gratitude can relieve stress, anxiety, and depression. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Vivian and I are so happy to have you here, and we are thrilled to announce that we have finally reached a thousand downloads. So we just wanted to thank all of our listeners and welcome any of our new listeners. Vivian, what would you like to say to everybody? I am thrilled, thrilled, thrilled for their presence in our podcast and their energy and their support and the multitude of private email we receive asking us for more. And thank you, Teresa, as always to lead this journey with me. You are so welcome. So I know to start out um, today's podcast, you wanted to just say a few things to anybody that's joining us for the first time. You have such a long um, history, your own personal history of your spiritual growth and also how you've helped others. And of course, we would recommend that they that you go back to the first episode or two just to kind of learn a little bit about Vivian. But what would you like to say right now for somebody that is listening for the first time but doesn't quite have time to go back because we want them to start where they are and um, I'm just going to let you have the floor. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I was reflecting on this this morning, wondering how can I reiterate the where, how I got where I am at. It's because of the paradigm shift I created by remembering the purpose of my journey, my soul. Remember that when we all have created a contract with Source, with God, before we came on Earth, so we are very powerful. And... Source give us um, an, an amnesia to not remember at birth the journey, the intention. So all of us have experienced that. You're saying when we come to earth, we're kind of coming in blind, right? As a baby, we don't know what our the, purpose on life is. We don't know nothing. But our divine being knows. And that's absolutely, where you talk about the contract. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, thank you. That's re- very well said, Teresa, in good English. Ah. <laughs> so... So therefore, the purpose of God giving us amnesia is because Source wants us to experience the challenge of that journey, which is congruent with the contract. So, so far, are you with me? Yes. So our contract has all of the challenges that we are going to experience in life. Correct. And it takes a certain amount of years of experiencing the damage of the contract, the participant, the different husband, the different abuser, whatever, until we reach a certain uh, amount of enough of contrast enough of darkness to say i got it there's enough i don't need more right so you've explained it as you have to experience darkness in order to appreciate the light the light so that's why this podcast for me for my journey when i was enough i said to myself enough i I started to try to not try but i intentionally intentionally seek to understand where was God and what's the purpose of this journey and all the study I've done, spiritual study and and, and which is going to be explained on the beginning. So for all of you who are listening now, depending where you are at in the phase of the contract, if you are clear that this is really an alignment of many repetitive stories of your contract, the same abuser, the same failed relationship, the same chaos, and you look back, say, wow, this is congruent. Now, do I have enough? What is it? What is it? This purpose, you know. So, one listener contacted me to say to me or to us. I don't remember the detail because it has to do with forgiveness, and she was open to forgive. However, she was having hard time 
So I like to address that right now. So the reason is because we cannot forgive from a place of victimhood because we are hurting. How can we forgive our abuser? So from that place, we can't. There's no room for forgiveness. However, by stepping back and by remembering, reinviting that story, which is, which is the story of your soul, that you are not a victim. It takes a lot of courage to come. In matter of fact, each person on earth has a purpose, including everyone. Everyone has a purpose, but we are not aware of it. And we are part of this big, big journey of evolution. And I say that in the beginning. Remember the size of the, the computer in 1960, they were a whole room. Now you have it in your finger and your, your bracelet or whatever. So evolution is manifesting in every place you look at it, including medical and, and whatever. So coming back to the forgiveness issue, when we are stepping up, stepping back, excuse me, and being open to accept that we are the soul, that this soul has been chosen to come on earth and selecting all the elements of this contract, including the people. From that place, if you were to recognize that as a soul, you are sacred, you are divine, you are not your body, and that energy is, uh, those emotion is negative energy in action, all those emotions are part of the body, and but when you step up and you remember that you are that soul, can you see that you're not even this body because your body is not, is not eternal? You will leave that body and, and just keep come back, coming back when you're ready. So when from that place of the, the spirit that you are, can you see that it's easy to forgive that person because they cannot reach you. They reach you, but they are not reaching you. And I hope you get my point because it's very powerful. It's so liberating to uh, to allow forgiveness from that place of empowerment. It is. And also when you realize Oof. that you, in your spiritual home with God, with your angels, you co-created that. You Absolutely. Chose, Absolutely. You chose your abusers. Is that correct? Is that you what chose we're everything. The number of husband, the number of lovers, the number of career, the number of failure is part of the package in order for us to evolve. That's how powerful we are. I hope whoever is listening gets the meaning of the powerfulness of who we are. I certainly did. I certainly did. And that's why I wanted to pass this to you. That's wonderful. So we do encourage you to go back to the first couple of episodes so you'll learn more about Vivian's story. And she um, talks a little bit more in detail about that, about the contract. And um, it, it, is a, it is a powerful thing when you realize you chose your trauma. Yes. And it's somehow easier to forgive once you get into that place of power? You're not a victim anymore. You're powerful. You stand in a place of power. Mm -hmm. And by choosing the contract, you chose it from a place of at a soul level when you are not your body, when you are not your feeling. You are all divine light and pure light. And you knew that this is the purpose of this journey uh, to come on earth, to get that evolution for that phase that you didn't get in previous life. The mission of this life is to to handle this part. And to grow from it. And to grow. And part of that would be forgiving. Oh, absolutely. You cannot, you cannot see the light if you're hanging on to the victimhood. Mm -hmm. The moment you step out, step away, and you, and you summon all those beliefs that you have heard in the church and you're reading and you're spiritual, that we are, uh, we are soul and we are, we are here on earth to have a spiritual experience, not a physical experience. So therefore, the body is a vessel. I, call, I used to call my body my jumpsuit. Jumping in and jumping out. I love that scene. 
coming back to the, the jumpsuit situation. So from the place of victim, we don't have any perspective. We, we have forgotten. We are still in amnesia. And having enough repetition of the trauma in our life, and we look back, say, oh, my God, I see the repetition here. I see how trapped I am. I see how much I have allowed. Okay, I get it. I get it. Now, how much do I need before I learn my lesson that that's darkness? How much darkness do I need to learn before I can allow light to prevail? And that shift of consciousness of who you are as a soul will do it. Interesting. So that shift in this lifetime at this point, yes, is that is the paradigm shift you're talking about? Partially, yes. Wonderful. Yes, Wonderful. yes, yes. It's an awakening. It's a, it's, it's an awakening. It's a beautiful awakening. It's a self empowerment. Because we are not this body. Unfortunately, we live in a society where the ego makes a lot of money. The, 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 I used to live in Los Angeles. Tell me, believe me, I, I saw it all. The, the lips blowing up, the, the breasts inflamed, inflated. Inflamed, infl- <laughs> infl- I like that. <laughs> so that's e- the, the image of the body, but we are not this body. And, and something more. The funeral services in every country make so much loud presence with the box in mahogany and all of that. We, we, it's becoming traumatic to see a funeral and we get so overloaded with this is real death is going in that box. You know, you know it's like a lot of message unit and therefore we, we, we buy into that. We buy into, oh, this gone, it's gone, and it's painful. But the, the person is not gone, the vessel is gone. In a split of a second, you can reconnect with, with those loved ones. As a matter of fact, I did that uh, as I was reflecting on what to share in this podcast. I reconnected with my mother, and she spoke with her own French accent to me. And I was like, oh, oh. What did she say? It was about a recipe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would that would be one thing you all had in common, right? That yes. she, she knew that you would appreciate. Yes, and she used to call me Vivian, Vivian. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, the next thing in the topic of this pod today we're going to talk about is how to get rid of stress and anxiety in your life. What was your motivation for talking about this today? I asked my daughter yesterday, what is it a friend struggling with? And what and what she would like me to cover because she is an early 30 and she's dealing with a friend privately of the situation, their emotions. So she said to me, Mom, how do you help somebody? How do you do something for somebody who, is, who has been uh, dating for quite a while and she's 38 years old and she broke up and she's in a very depression, anxiety and sadness? So I would like to cover that example. The first example is that a person who has been on a journey with somebody who has broke up with her after many years and failed a relationship, the purpose, the spiritual purpose, there's no failure here. That person was supposed part of the contract to experience that, to experience boundary, to stand up for her boundaries, to stand up for her values, uh, to stand up for, for many things. So it's not a waste it's part of a contract. So that's been said. It has a purpose. Each of us, every relationship got us to choose better the next one. We learn a lesson. 
I hope that 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 is clear enough what I'm saying. Well, I think it's sort of what we just talked about where you choose your contract. She would have chosen that partner and the eventual breakup is a learning opportunity and to see what to, to not choose and to, to select better the next one. And of course, that contract was done without worrying about time because time doesn't exist in source. And so, so now let's cover the second part, her, her, her anxiety and her sense of failure and how do you get out of that, right? So I first reflected after my phone call with my daughter and I realized that when we are in a state of anxiety, there's three things that take place. We fuel ourselves with more t- thought of anxiety because first is the thought came to us, comes to us. Then we have a feeling following that thought. And then we have action. So what would it look like? First is the dark thought about, oh, I didn't succeed. I'm a failure, blah, 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 blah. And we all went through that. Following those thoughts come immediately the feeling of sadness. Right away after that, feels come back the feeling of action. What's the action? Paralyzed, uh, stagnation, fear. It generates, it's like a snowball effect. And we're not aware of how this is going on unconsciously because we are in, we are in the darkness, we are under the, the, the low vibration of life. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm assuming when you're talking about action too, when you're having the the thoughts of you know fear and anxiety, then some of those actions would probably be like self-hurting behaviors like drinking or... Oh, thank you. It's a good reminder. Yes, yes. Yeah. drugs. Yes, absolutely. Destruction. destruction. Mild destruction. Oh, mm, destruction. Mm-hmm. Unto- toxic destruction. So ex- exactly, Tara. That's a very important point you made. Thank you for that. So those thoughts are perpetrating. So how do we get out of that? Well, it's like I was explaining to you before the recording... It's like climbing a, climbing a staircase, a ladder. You cannot reach the top instantly. You have to go to the first step, the second step, and on and on. So searching something that is gratitude, gratitude. One step is like, oh, I, am still on, I have a roof. I'm still in my home. Thank you for that. Thank you for having a bed. Thank you for uh, having food. Just mi- minor things. They are not minor. They are big. When we are in that place of darkness, they might be minor. Thank you for the lesson. Thank you for what I'm supposed to learn from that situation. Thank you. I'm in a state of gratitude too. There's something good that must come out about this. And I'm, I'm, I'm eager to discover it. Thank you. you. You raised the level of gratitude little by little. And what's happened, automatically you are moving away from the darkness to the light. Because Gratitude is, 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 is really elevation of our soul, from our mind to our soul. So that's the, the antidote of, of, of anxiety, is to go there now. So let me stop you. That was a great line. Grat- gratitude is the antidote of anxiety. Gratitude is the anxiety. Antidote. What did I say? It's a French word. <laughs> antidote. Antidote. I mean, the helper. <laughs> the helper, yeah. Okay, so gratitude is the antidote. I don't know if it's anxiety. a French word, actually. I'm, I'm just throwing that, that. You made that up. <laughs> I made that up because I, that's all I can make up. It's a, it's a great line, though. I just wanted to, to hear yes, it Yes, but on honoring the, the size of it. Don't expect to jump out and say, oh, I'm good of life. No, go gradually. Having a roof, having a bed, having sheets, having light, having water. Just get you like click, click, small steps. Okay, so if first step would be gratitude, what, what would you do next to pull yourself out of that anxiety and depression? So sometimes we have resistance about gratitude. 
and I was one of them. I never got a place that I could be grateful about in my childhood. Is that so, sometimes because you don't feel worthy? Oh, of course, of course. And and the amount of the amount of uh, pain can blind us to be grateful. So being mindful of that, oh, I, I don't want to be grateful. You know, we're having like a pity party day, whatever. You know, I don't, I don't have enough reason to be grateful. Acknowledging that will be, will be, makes us aware that, oh, oh, maybe I, have, I can find something. Maybe I can start. Just in the privacy of your bedroom, started to s- shift the thinking of your lack of gratefulness. Find something that feels good. That you can see the, 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 the sun rise. You can see the fresh air. You can hear the birds. Hearing the birds is such a state of gratitude. I just played with it this week. I was listening to the birds. I said, oh, my God, it's such a beautiful sound in the morning. The little things like that. Don't, don't jump to big, big desires yet. Get yourself out of the anxiety. Get yourself out of that state. I promise you it works. I love that. Hey, Vivian, uh, you were telling me a story earlier this morning of a woman who had been in a bad relationship and tell us the good news that she had for you after listening to our seven pillars of relationship. Oh my God, this was so joyful for me. Yes, uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, there's this young lady, late 20s, who had a chance to listen to the seven pillars and she was always like like a veil of like heaviness on her face and and kind of, kind of like a doom scenario having a relationship but not really feeling thrilled about it and barely talking about it and i asked her to listen to the seven pillar and i'll just interrupt there that's episode um let's see episode five. Oh, oh i'm sorry no yeah, episode five, how to attract your perfect mate and the seven pillars of love. And then we have some bonus content on that as well. Go ahead. Thank you, Teresa. As, as usual, you're on top of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so so at that time, she ran into me when I went to the gym. And she said, Vivian, Vivian, this has changed my life. I finally got it, what was missing in my relationship. That was then. Tuesday, I was in a meeting with ladies. And I announced to the ladies that my podcast has reached 1,000 people and if they are interested to listen. So I give the information. So she ran to me and she's absolutely shifting. She has shifted. She's glowing. She's, she's morphed. She's, I don't recognize her. And I said to her, she gave me a big hug, uh, always joyous encounter. She said, Vivian, you wouldn't believe this. This has changed my life. I have decided after breaking out with the other relationship that my values are going to be the seven pillars. Those are my terms. Those are my agreement. And I'm attracting, I've attracted a man who is living by the seven pillars. We are in love. We are, we are honoring each other. We are respecting each other. I've never been so happy. Oh, I have goosebumps just reminding you of that story of Tuesday. So, uh, so just... To- I guess as a recap, it's just the all of our relationships are blessings, even the ones that have ended, and they are all a stepping stone to growth. In that case, she had to have enough accumulation of lack of success to be open to apply the seven pillar and honor a journey. Or enough darkness. Enough darkness. Yes. Wonderful. What final comments do you have for our listeners today? I just want to thank them first for for being present in our life by listening. It means a lot to Teresa and me. And feel free to, to reach us, to tell us what you need. We, we, are, we, we have a list of subjects, but I want us to honor your needs and your desire to, 
in this journey of ele elevation amongst each other. It's wonderful to be together. And, and as you can see, Teresa is on top of everything, including me. You can reach us at celebrateyourtrauma at gmail.com or find our Facebook group and connect with other listeners. Well, Vivian, I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope our listeners did as well. Join us next time as we have another exciting uh, and informative conversation. Talk to you next time.